Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. It's good to be in the house of God with you tonight. I give honor to the the saints of God tonight. And uh, you have been here uh, all kinds of services. I can't even count them now, how many we've had between Saturday and now. But you have been here, been faithful to the house of God. And uh, man, it's been amazing, hadn't hadn't it been just a great week? Thankful thankful, thankful for the ministry of, 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 of evangelist Bobby Wade, and, and uh, man, we're believing for great things, amen, amen. Let's welcome these young people as they come in. I see a, I see a shirt tonight that says, you're killing me, Smalls. It's a great, great shirt. You better check that out before you leave. Awesome shirt. We um, tonight we are we are on lesson four um, of first steps. How many of you brought your first steps book and you still have your first steps book? Listen, that deserves a hand clap right there. You have this book after I think five weeks now. You've done it. To all the men that have lost their book, we expected that and prepared for that, and so. Um, if you need a book, we have a book in the bookstore for you for five bucks, and uh, you can you can buy that and uh, come tell me I was right after service. Amen. Um, <laughs> supposed to be funny, and you guys were offended. Okay, um, good. Um, well, um, uh, my goal tonight is uh, is to uh, is to do our last lesson, and uh, I'm gonna keep you here as long as I possibly can. And, uh, and it's going to be great. Uh, no, it, we um, will be um, brief tonight, but I do I do want to uh, share share this with you, Pastor Pastor. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, come come up here. No, we don't don't leave me now, Lucille. Uh, and uh, I just realized this weekend that Bobby Wade is a better preacher than Pastor Cody. <laughs> Hold on, don't, don't, don't witness. You're going to hurt his feelings. And, and, I just now realized that. Uh, no, I just realized it because when he's preaching and we're on a fast, he talks about cheeseburgers. Bobby Wade talks about Sam and Alexander. <laughs> I'm telling you, he... I believe God sent Bobby Wade to, to, to change his measure of food in our world. Can I get it? I told Pastor, I said, it took you until this weekend to figure out Bobby Wade was a better preacher. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. I, well, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to obey my pastor and uh, step up my food game tonight. And so I don't want to brag. Um, I don't want to brag about uh, the places I've been. Um, uh, you know, I, I've had meals, Pastor, like the appetizer sampler from Applebee's. I don't want to brag. I don't want to boast um, about the places I've been. Um, not everybody can go there. I understand that. And so um, maybe one day some of you can 
go to a place like Applebee's and, uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> page 66, let's get into step four tonight. Are, are you ready? Are you ready for step four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last, last night, it's going to be great. Let's, uh, let's, let's get into this. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10, for we are his workmanship. Everybody say, I am his workmanship. I'm his workmanship. I, I, I need to move on, but, but, but inadequacy ought to leave right there. We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Why do I feel to stop here? We are, I want you to say this. I am his workmanship. You are the workmanship of the Lord. He spoke everything else, but when it came to you, he got his hands involved. You were made in the image of God. Somebody say, I was made in the image of God. What do you do when inadequacy tries to come against your mind? What do you do? You go to the Word. What do you do? You go to the Word. You go to the settled places. And the set. You see, some of you battle so much with inadequacy because you allow your mind to tell you who you are instead of the Word of God to tell you who you are. I, I grew up here. I grew up in Zanesville. I, I know what it is. I know what it's like to feel inadequate. I know what it's like to feel not good enough. But I'll tell you right now, I, I may have been there and dealt with that, but the Lord has brought me out. I, it, it, it still comes. It still shows itself every now and again. I'll tell you right now. But what I once struggled with, I don't struggle with any longer because it's the word I base my, I base my value on, Brother Chuck. I am his workmanship. He made me. He fashioned me. He formed me with his own hand. You got to know tonight that he made you. Not on accident, not by accident. He made you on purpose and with a purpose. You got to go to the settled places. You got to go to the settled things if you're going to know who you are tonight. Some of you need, I'm going to tell some of you right now, you need to start praying this word. Some of you are so, so hooked on reading plans that you can't ever study this word based upon where you are. I'm all for a reading plan, but sometimes you've got it. This word is alive, and if you just go chapter by chapter, verse by verse, you're going to miss it. When you struggle with inadequacy, what do you do? You go to the Word and find out what the Word says about, the, about inadequacy. Go read the story of Moses. Go read about Gideon. Go read about these things that deal with where you are. Don't get so caught up in ABC that you miss the point of the Word of God, which is to edify you, to grow you, to correct you, to bring healing to places in your life that need healing. That is the purpose of the Word. And so we go to the Word. Amen. Be, be, be seated. Let me, let, let me stay here for a minute. Is everybody okay? I know we got a book tonight, but, but, but we ought to go to the Word. What do you do when you feel inadequate? You, you study the word about what it says to you. And you pray. You don't just study the word, but you pray the word. You pray the word. 
You pray the word. I am your workmanship. Everything, Lord, everything in my mind wants to tell me that, that, that I'm not worth anything and I'm not valuable. But Lord, but Lord, I know that I have been formed by your hand. Can I tell you how I pray? Can I share this with you for a second? Do y'all have a minute? I promise I won't keep you past eight. Do you have a minute? We pray the word and say, "You, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You are for me and not against me. You form me in the belly. You, you, and you begin to pray the word. Amen. Amen. He's not against you tonight. He's not against this church tonight. My goodness, he sent a prophet all the way from Texas to come tell us that, that he's getting ready to bless us. He's getting ready to double and triple us and multiply what we have. I've come to tell you, God's hand is not absent from you. God's hand is not away from you. God's ready to bless you. God's ready to multiply you. Amen. God's ready to do it in here, in Zanesville, Ohio. If you believe that, clap your hands. And say amen. 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 Be seated. Let's get into this book tonight. Our, our hope for you today at step four. Our hope is to provide you with a clear next step to get involved in a team and step into your purpose. Let's talk about the, the dream team tonight, the Anchor Church dream team. How many of you, how many of you are a part of the dream team in some way? W wave your hand at me. A bunch of people on the dream team tonight. Uh, we were created with purpose. That purpose is to make a difference in someone else's life. Best way for you to do that is by stepping into a fulfilling place where you can make a difference. God has a place for you where, you, where your unique abilities and passions can touch the lives of others. At the Anchor Church, the dream team is the community where that happens. So just to reiterate something, we are, we are a church of many teams. We have ushers. We have greeters. We have, we have um, a, a culinary team. We have uh, facilities management. We have all of these different teams that make these services happen. Uh, but we are a part of one team. Everybody say one team. And that team is called the dream team. I, 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 want, I, need, uh, I, need five, I need five guys that played basketball on our team. I want you to run up here. Played for ACA. Would you run up here real quick? Uh, hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. One, two, three, four. Focus. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Give these guys a hand. These guys are, are five different individuals. Five different giftings, five different talents, five different heights. Praise God. <laughs> Just different. They're different people. And on a team, you have different roles. So, for example, Trevor might be, might be the point guard. And, uh, man, he's, if, if you've ever seen Trevor play, he's, he's real good. But the point guard brings the ball up the court, and he's the one that kind of facilitates the ball and where it goes and, and orchestrates the play. And so he's the point guard. And then you have somebody like Rowan that may be, that may be a, a shooting guard. Rowan gets buckets, all right? Rowan's a, a shooting guard. So he doesn't 
necessarily dribble a ton, but he shoots the shots and makes the shots and and uh, and does all that. And so and so Rowan has a has a role. Sawyer may be uh, may be a shooting guard as well or a point guard. He has a different role. And then you get and then you get to the big men, which are big man in this example aren't very big but but uh, then you <laughs> I'm sorry then you then you get to the big man brother Denver you're 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 come up here brother Denver yeah Denver Denver on ACA was our was our center he was the guy he was the guy that did all the dirty work he he was the one that that when the ball was shot he was the one pushing people out of the way trying to get the ball and and he was scrabbling for the rebounds, and and Denver was the one that was pressing up against all the guys. And he wouldn't shoot far away, but he would shoot a shot that's that's close to the hoop, right? And so and so each of these guys have a different role, different personality, different set of skills, but they're all a part of the same team. And so and so a a point scored by you, brother buckets. A point scored by you is a win for you. A a a win, brother Chev, uh, brother Trevor. A good pass or 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 a good play for you is also a good play for you because you're on the same team. We we are glad. We we hope to hone in our skills to be the best that they can be. But our skills aren't meant for only us. Our skills are meant to benefit the, the team. They're not just meant to, uh, uh, to make us look good or make us stand out of the crowd. Everything that we, that we do in trying to be excellent is meant for the betterment of the team. Scripture tells us when uh, woe unto him that is alone is woe unto him that is alone if he has somebody with him he can pick him up bible says two is better than one the bible talks about this team mentality that we must have in the church and on the dream team we have different teams that serve different roles but we are all a part of one team and so when this team wins that's a win for the whole team when this team is doing well, that's a win for all of us. When this individual is doing good, that's not just for them. That's for all of us. We celebrate with them. We don't compare to them. We celebrate with them because we are on the same team. Give these guys a big hand. And so we must understand as being a part of the dream team, we have the dream, we have a team mentality. Different roles, same team. Different roles, same outcome. Everybody say different roles, same outcome. So here is the vision of the dream team. Number one, my team is my family. My team is my family. The end of Philippians 1 and verse 6 says that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it 
unto the day of Jesus. Actually, let me scroll back a little further. The, the Bible says being confident. Somebody say confident. Being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. If you can be confident in anything, you can be confident that what God started in you, he intends to finish. He doesn't intend to leave you on the path somewhere between Egypt and Canaan land. He plans to take you all the way there if you'll allow him, if you'll grow with him, if you'll go with him, if you'll obey his commands. Amen. Our team is our family. And in family, there is something called correction. There's, there's a whole lot of things that go on in a family. We love one another deeply. We care for one another deeply. When, when somebody in my family is sick, I care. I call. I, I know what's going on. I know when their birthday is. I know when these special things are. Why? Because they are family. Amen. Everybody say family. And in a family, correction is a part of that. When you sign up, for the dream team, and I hit this a couple months ago, when you sign up to the dream team, you become a part of the family. And by becoming a part of the family, you sign up to grow. You sign up to grow in the giftings that God has placed in your life. And pastor has said it over and over, and I'm thankful for it. Change cannot come without conflict. Change cannot come without conflict. And so when you are a part of the dream team, we don't, we don't want you to be a part to just uh, throw you in a position and, and leave you there with no direction. You are signing up to be grown, to be helped, to be steered, to be corrected. Amen. How many know that we need corrected sometimes? How many know that we need to we need to know when we're doing I, I don't know about you but I want to know when I'm doing something wrong I want to know when I'm doing when I could do something better. You you don't love me if you don't correct me. You you love me if you if you love you love me if you will take time to have an uncomfortable conversation with me and tell me what I'm doing wrong. Amen. That's true love is to be corrected. Amen. And so we love one another enough to correct one another. Amen. Everybody say it's a family. Number two, my team is my lifeline. I'm going to scroll. I'm going to go uh, fast through a few of these. Number three, my team is my foundation. My team is my foundation. How many know we need one another? Paul said, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of Christ Jesus. We press toward what God has for us. Amen. Everybody say, we do it together. Number four, my team is my place. My team is my place. Philippians 4 and 8, let's read this. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, 
whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. We're not, we're not called to be in the dumps all the time, by the way. Scripture tells us in Philippians 4 that we ought to think on the good things of God. We ought to focus on the good things of the Lord. That last portion, verse 13, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Amen. When he calls you, he gives you the power to do it. You've taken a personality assessment. You've taken a spiritual giftings assessment. And those two things have led you, and hopefully by the time tonight is over, will lead you to, to say, I want to be a part of this place, of this team, because I believe this is where I fit. This is where, this is where I fit. We don't want you to serve just anywhere. We want you to serve where you fit. Amen. We've, we value you enough to put you in a place uh, that, that's not just going to be of no benefit to you. We want to put you in a place where God has called you to be. Amen. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. As a, uh, and so my, my team is my place. That's where you fit. That's where you fit. You have to understand you have something to offer to this church. You have something to offer to this city. That, that seems so small, but, but I want you, uh, but these are the things that make us confident. Do you understand that nobody else in this room can do what you are called to do? I'm going to say it again. Do you understand that you are the only person in this room that can do what you have been called to do? Only you. Only you. You are the only person that can do what God has designed you to do. And when you can operate that way and say, if, no, if I don't do it, there's nobody else that can. There's nobody. That's not arrogance. That's confidence in who God has made you. It's not arrogance. It's confidence. And when you operate saying, God has placed me here. God has put me here. You can do all things. You can do exactly what God has called you to do if you can operate not out of an inadequacy but out of a spirit of confidence saying, God's placed me here. Somebody say amen to that. Somebody say, God has placed me here. So your team is your place. Your team is your place. As a member of the dream team, we embrace the following values in order to serve in a way that brings honor to God and one another. We value, number one, connection. We prioritize connecting with new people. We don't have just a greeter team here. We are all greeters. Somebody say amen to that. Sister Turner, Sister Turner came and spoke to us so wonderfully. We are all greeters in this building. Amen. People matter to God, and they matter to us. Philippians 2, 
Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in loneliness of mind. Let each, man, this is a powerful verse. Listen to this. Let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. We value others tonight. Somebody say others. He said the second greatest commandment in all of Scripture is to love thy neighbor as thyself. We value others. Number two, we value relationships. We value relationships. Number three, we value honor. Somebody say honor. I'm on page 68 now. We value honor. We don't elevate ourselves above, above any other member of our team. We are people of purpose, working together on purpose. Because of this, we make deliberate decisions to empower one another and honor one another. And if you'll, uh, we, we heard it last night, and if you'll honor and you will celebrate what God is doing in others, God can do it in you. But if we ever allow jealousy and envy and these different things in our spirit, you've just cut off what God wants to do in your life. Don't get jealous. Don't get jealous. Don't get envious. Amen. Let's, let's celebrate one another. Amen. Let's, let's lift one another up. When you're, when you're lifted up, I'm lifted up. When, when you're happy, I'm happy. Let's be together in what we're doing. Let's honor one another. Number four, we value celebration. I, I want, I want the, those that have the papers, if you could start passing those out for me right now. Uh, we're getting ready to go into uh, this last part here tonight. We value celebration. At the Anchor Church, we believe in celebrating the wins. There is nothing more powerful than a life changed by Christ. And we get to be a part of that every single week. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. It's a big deal to God, and, it, and I'm glad to be a part of a church where it's a big deal here too. Amen. Scripture says all of heaven rejoices over one sinner that repents. We're going to rejoice when people come to God. We're going to rejoice when people are baptized. We're going to rejoice when people are filled with the Holy Ghost. Hey, the Bible says rejoice with them that rejoice. We're going to rejoice, amen, together. We're going to celebrate these things together. Amen. Be seated for just a moment. You've got papers. You've got papers right now that are coming to you. But this, this is the vision of the dream team. We don't want you to just come and, and serve and, and say, well, well, I got my job done. Praise God. Just be thankful I showed up. That, that's not what we want. That's not, that's, not, that's not what we are looking for. We are looking for people who are eager to do the work of God. Because we're not just working in our teams. What are we doing? Everything that we do here is all about restoring people. 
You're cleaning a commode. What are you doing? I'm restoring people. You're vacuuming a carpet, vacuuming the acre building of carpet that we have. What are you doing? I'm restoring people. You're helping people get to a parking space. You're restoring people. You're greeting people at the door. We are restoring people. Amen. That's our purpose in this. Everybody say restoring people. You are receiving tonight the Dream Team Honor Covenant. This covenant is a, is a first steps covenant. And as your ministry and the things you do for God progresses, there will be further covenants that you will make. But as for this covenant, this is an initial, an initial covenant saying, this is who I'm going to be, this is what I'm going to do. This is a first steps covenant. So let's read it together. And if you need a pen, so there, there are going to be some things that need to be filled out. If you need a pen, we're going to make some of those available to you. Um, if you need a pen, uh, maybe head to, to one of the booths in the back and they'll, they'll be able to get you a pen. But let's read this honor covenant together. As an essential part of the Anchor Church leadership family, you have the responsibility to develop and exhibit mature Christian behavior. This should be the basic premise of your desire to participate in a servant leader position here at the Anchor Church. While serving the body of Christ as a servant leader at the Anchor Church, you pledge to present a good appearance at all times. In both attire and behavior, you should strive to demonstrate biblical standards in all situations. As Christians, the way we present ourselves to others is of vital importance to the way others perceive Christ. Our conduct should never be an embarrassment to Christ, but should exemplify the best qualities of a mature believer and a servant leader. Exemplifying the highest moral commitment, the anchor church leaders are to maintain a disciplined life of, a, of Bible reading, prayer, and fasting. We seek to walk humbly before God and refrain from such things as profanity, smoking or chewing tobacco, gambling, indulging in alcoholic beverages, dishonest gain, illegal drugs, pornography, sexual immorality, immodest dress, and all behaviors which might cause Christ to grieve and others to stumble. By providing an example in speech and action, we encourage others to grow in Christ and become servant leaders themselves. This is a way of life measured by the heart and commitment of each leader in the Anchor Church family. We should regard it as an essential part of our development, not as an imposition or restriction. There is a, before, before you sign, before you do anything, I want us to pray together. And uh, I, I don't want us, please, please don't sign this if, 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 if you have something on, on this covenant that, that you're not settled with or you're still, uh, please, please don't sign a covenant that you can't keep tonight. That's not our intention, Okay. We don't, we're not asking for everybody to sign this, but we are asking for those that want to be a part and are ready to be a part um, 
we're asking, and I actually need, if somebody could bring me a copy of, of that piece of paper, that, Brother Alec, thank you. Um, we're going to pray together. Lord, we pray right now. God, we, we don't take covenants lightly. Lord, and I pray tonight, God, that we would, God, just recognize tonight the commitment that we are making, the commitment that we are, are, are agreeing to, Lord, to be uh, uh, exemplary in our actions, in the things that we do on a day-to-day basis. It is our heart's desire, God, to, to grow in you. And God, we pray tonight that we, would, that we would be able to walk in these things. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. If you, are, if you feel comfortable and you are able to sign that, uh, please do so. Print, sign, date, and we included your phone number at the bottom because uh, the next side of the, of the paper will, will um, it, it'll explain that further. But I want you to take a moment to do that if you, if you would so choose tonight. Today is March 24th. If you are already a part of a team um, and you are already involved, this would be similar to what you have already done in new life. And so if you're able to continue that and you're comfortable with continuing that, just sign that and uh, and go forward with that okay let's flip to the other side of the page this is the exciting part um, I'll tell you what uh, sister Rachel will you come and play let's uh, let's give these people hope tonight this is the exciting part um, this is a, a questionnaire are you currently serving on the dream team if if yes uh, we want you to circle the teams that you're currently serving on. Then you'll go down to that bottom box and answer those questions below. If you are not currently serving on the dream team, but you would like to serve on the dream team, here's what we, here's what we want you to do. We want you to circle a maximum of three teams and then number those according to the one that you're most interested in. So um, if you're most interested in the facilities team, write a one beside that. That would be the cleaning and the care of our facilities. Administration would be anything involving our systems and processes and different things that we do that's kind of behind the scenes. And this is where, let me say this, this is where the spiritual giftings come into play, we are hoping that you will take what you found out about your spiritual giftings, where you are gifted, and choose your team accordingly. Choose where you are serving accordingly. I'm going to explain just a few of these that maybe would uh, would need explanation. Candy cart team, that's... Uh, we typically have a, 
a big cart full of candy out there in the in the foyer prior to service that we sell uh, we sell candy for and you can uh, circle that community outreach they meet every Saturday brother Giovanni heads that up culinary team we we provide food in all kinds of different venues throughout the week um, events team our special events that happens first responders we have we have a group of first responders that are trained, nurses, firemen, um, doctors, so on and so forth. They're trained medically and CPR and these different things. And if you have those qualifications, uh, you're welcome to, to circle to be a part of the first responders team just in case there's a, an issue, uh, a health issue that would happen during a service or an event. First Steps team is uh, being a part of this class on a weekly basis, helping serve and get these things together. That will start the week after Easter. The Information Center out in the in the foyer can't miss the word information out there, but um, they give direction to those that, that that might need it, and obviously give some information. Um, our online campus that has to do with our social media and Facebook and these things that we're doing these live at noons and uh, just being a part of that and helping us parking team getting people to a parking spot some of these things maybe not you might not see them in full operation right now but they're coming and so um, and so you can still circle them. Um, technical production, that goes anything from being a, a operating sound to operating a video camera to running the camera board to uh, the lighting, the, the media that you see, uh, that you see behind me. Uh, how many of you benefit from, from this screen back here? Yeah, it's, 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 it's important, and uh, and if it benefits you, think of how much it benefits somebody that walks into church for the first time and has never heard that song and is like, "What in the world are they?" You know, it benefits, and uh, we need people that will serve on the media team, and uh, that's a special plug for for our media team. You're welcome back there, and uh, and we need people that will that will help us in the media team, and um, ushers another another vital, important group, worship arts, that's singing, playing music. So circle those. And if you, if you said yes, uh, that you're already on a team, we give you an, a couple options down here if you still want to be a part of that team. Um, and, uh, and if you would like to be a part of a different team, we have an option for that. Once you have filled this out, if you would please stand. It's 7.49 tonight. Giving you plenty of time to um, go to some high dining locations if you would so choose. fresco melt from steak and shake with some chili and 
onions and cheese, those little oyster manna crackers. Are you hungry? I don't want to brag, but I'm trying to elevate, Pastor. I'm trying to. It's a. <laughs> heard pastor saying it just a second ago but everything we need is in this house everything we need is here everything we need when you have filled that out I want you uh, I want you to come and lay it on the altar if you would hang on before you move before you move I'm going to have I'm going to ask our senior section if you're able there's no pressure to come up to the altar and lay that you can have somebody do that for you, but uh, if if you are able, if you would like to lay that on the altar first, um, we're going to give you a chance to go first. As they're doing that, I'm going to ask these these two these two sections all the way all the way this way. If you would come and lay lay that paper on the altar and. And uh, we're going to have a moment of prayer here uh, before we leave tonight. And so you don't have to go back to your seat, um, but let's let's maybe um, these two sections can go. Come on. Um, And um, these last two sections back there in the cheap seats, y'all can come on. <laughs> Don't go back to your seat. I want you to either I want you to either stay in this altar or just get in a get in an aisle. But I don't want you to go back to your seat. I want you to stand with me, and we're gonna pray before we go. I was reading in my devotion the other day about when the children of Israel settled in Canaan land. Is everybody all right? Does everybody have another moment? I just want, I just want you to listen to me one, for one moment, and, and then we're going to pray. When the children of Israel settled in the land of Canaan, they began to divide out the land. Some on the, I believe it was the east side of the Jordan River, some on the other side. And they were commanded by God to establish cities of refuge, uh, cities of refuge in every tribe. Let me, let me back up for a second. Every, within every tribe, that tribe was to allot certain towns to the Levites. Everybody say the Levites. So if, you, if they were of the tribe of uh, uh, Naphtali, they would, they would choose that this city is for the Levites here. They were to choose what cities they gave to the Levites. 
And you read in Scripture, you read in Scripture that there were also, Pastor Melik, these cities of refuge. These cities of refuge were the places where um, individuals who committed crimes that, that maybe accidentally uh, killed somebody or or did something that 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 wasn't necessarily uh, their fault, but it, but it happened. They had the opportunity to run to these cities of refuge that was within every tribe, and I and I hope I hope I can make clear sense of this tonight. But when but when each tribe began to pick out the cities of the Levites and also the cities of refuge, a lot of times. If you read the scripture, it would wherever the Levites were, a, a lot of the times was also the place that was a city of refuge. Wherever the Levite, the Levites were the priests. They were the they were the ministry. They were the they, they it was the ministry of that tribe. And you would you would you see throughout scripture that these cities of refuge, it was often just a bunch of Levites, just a bunch of ministers, just a bunch of people that cared. And I began to wonder, Pastor Melik, if if these tribes, if these tribes purposefully, I, I, I thought to myself, I wonder if they, I wonder if they didn't want to deal with broken people. And so they just left it to the Levites. They just left it to the to the priests. They just left it to the ministry. Oh, I, I I don't want I don't I don't want a murderer in in where I'm living. We're, we're gonna let we're gonna let you all go to where the Levites are. You you go to them. They they'll care for you. They'll they'll help you. They'll they'll do this and they'll do that. I wonder if if they kind of just because restoring people is not an easy thing. Being a part of, of taking a messy situation and bringing life to it is, is not, sometimes it's not a simple thing. But when it happens, there's nothing in the world like it. I'm going to tell you, it's not the easiest thing that you're ever going to do, but nothing good ever came easy. And I'm going to tell every one of you in this building, you have been called to be kings and priests with God. And I am glad tonight to be a part of a church that says I am willing to take the people that nobody else wants. I'm willing to serve the people, to open my hand, to open my heart, and to open my life to the people that others have written off, to the people that others don't want to deal with and have and, and have time for. I, I, I'm a part of a church tonight that says I'm willing to get my hands dirty. I'm willing to be a part of the restoration process. You can put them here. You can place them in this city. You can place them among us. Come on, how many of you would agree with that tonight? You can place them where we are tonight. Because I used to be the one who needed restoring. I used to be the one who came broken and needing a refuge, a place to escape from the past mistakes that I had made. But now I'm whole. Now you're whole. Now you're healed. Now you're better. 
let's get our hands dirty together in the harvest of restoring broken people. Amen. It's going to be through teams. It's going to be through saying hello. It's going to be through cleaning and, and the, being a part of the dream team. Let's do it together. Let's restore people together. What do you say tonight? Let's restore people together. Lord, we pray right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your spirit that is here. We thank you for your presence, God, that has been with us all week long. God, we commit tonight to you to be a part, to be a part of the harvest, to be a part of restoring people, of restoring broken lives, oh God, that need putting back together. We say tonight as a body that you can trust us. You can trust us with the broken. You can trust us with the addicted. You can trust us with the depressed. You can trust us with the struggling. You can trust us with those who have had abortions. You can trust us, oh God, with those who come from broken homes and families. You can trust us tonight, oh God, from people walking out of abusive relationships you can trust us tonight we make a commitment to you tonight Lord to serve with gladness to serve come on pray this right now we make a commitment to you tonight to serve with gladness not Lord out of a not at God out of just a complacent just trying to get things done but we commit to you to serving with gladness, with a smile on our face, oh Lord. We commit to serving you with gladness. It's not an obligation, Lord, it's a joy. It's a joy. Everything that we are able to do here is a joy. And we thank you for it tonight. Thank you for trusting us. Come on, I, I, I'm, I'm praying, but I want you to pray right now. Thank you for trusting us, oh Lord. Thank you for having a specific place for us in the kingdom of God. Thank you for giving me a place where I fit perfectly. Thank you tonight, Lord. Give me the confidence to operate the way you have called me to operate. God, give these wonderful people tonight the confidence to operate the way God, you want them to, oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Oh, the Holy Ghost is in this room. I wish you'd just reach out to him for a moment. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Come on, lift your hands and sing. If you can use anything, Lord, use me. Take my hands. Take my hands.
Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.